I'm going to turn things over to Mark Weber now for the first full hour of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. How you doing? Doing all right. Trying to uh, trying to dodge the heat when possible. <laughs> it's not that hot. Well, not yet. Good. How hot? I mean, you give me a temperature index of what you believe this should be the ideal temperature for summer. Um, I'd say about 85. Once you start pushing 90, I think oh, it's a little, it's a little much. But I'm, uh, I would. I've lived in Ohio all my life, so, you know, it's that's, normal. that's neither here nor there. This is absolutely <laughs> normal weather, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is June 29th, 2019. Yes, yes, summer is here, and the season for rapid growth in the landscape is upon us. But you know what? There may be parts of your landscape that aren't rapidly, rapidly growing, and there may be parts of your landscape that are in trouble. Well, this week's edition of Garden Talk, you'll get to listen and learn how you can test. Yes, you can test if your landscape is getting the adequate nutrition that it needs. We'll talk about that. Plus, take your calls at 457-1290 as we begin this week's edition of Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we roll into our number one of what will be three legendary hours of Garden Talk here for the next three hours. We'd love to hear from you today at 457-1290, whatever your questions may be. If you got a question about your lawn, your question about your landscape, questions about whatever may be growing in your yard, garden, and landscape, we have a plethora of ways that you can be part of Garden Talk. First and foremost, you can call 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of, a, of the radio station, and we are more than happy to talk to you. If you got a question about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, um, whatever is going on in your gardening world, we would love to talk to you. Um, a little bit about myself as we begin this morning's broadcast. My name is Mark Weber. You can learn about my business, the things that I do during the week when I'm not on the radio at uh, www.weberlandscaping.com. My last name has two B's um, in it. Um, I am um, uniquely qualified to help you today. And let me explain why I'm uniquely qualified. Um First of all, I hold a couple degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. Um, I'm also designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board-certified master arborist. Um, the American uh, Society for the Horticultural Sciences has deemed me a certified professional horticulturalist. I believe throughout the world there is no less than 80 or 81 people, and I am one of the 80, the 81 people. Um, I do a lot of my time diagnosing and talking about why plants do the things they do and how they do it and how we can assist you with having a happier and healthier landscape. And I do that by analysis and I do that by applying my education, my certifications and qualifications um, to your questions. Nowhere else do you get this type of analysis, and I, I'll be frank with you. We have listeners, um, you know, lots of listeners in Ohio. We have listeners in, in states like New Jersey and Virginia and Maryland and Connecticut. Uh, we have listeners in the world and, the, and other, across the ocean in Singapore. Uh, we're very blessed to be heard nationally and internationally. Um, so we want you to call us today. Um, it's summer. Um, the heat is on and a lot of landscapes right now, frankly, look great. They really do. But there's a lot of them. 
Oh, they have a plethora of challenges. And a lot of the challenges that we face right now are, are rooted in, in science and rooted in ways to be completely foreseeable. And my job is to help you eliminate your challenges and make your landscape a little easier to care for, a little bit more, quote-unquote, low-maintenance. Um, and I want to hear from you today. you got a question about your lawn, 457-1290. If you got a question about your trees, 457-1290. If you got a question about your vegetable garden, because I've got, some, I've got a couple doozies this week to talk about here on Garden Talk when it comes to vegetables, particularly in the world of homemade remedies. We'll talk about that shortly. And we're also going to talk a lot today about the need to really know how much um, your landscape is being fertilized. And we're going to talk a lot about some real life stuff. I mean, real life stuff. Um, we're going to talk a lot about, uh, I'm going to tell you the story about what bad nutrition will do to a landscape. And I will talk a lot about today about how the world of plants um, can make your world a lot better too. Um, also, I want everybody to know that uh, the wedding went off without a hitch. Miss Melissa walked down the aisle with her father, which was a pretty rewarding experience on many different fronts. Um, I told a lot of people this week that uh, last uh, weekend was probably, it is, was one of the very best days of my life. And uh, I was very proud to uh, be part of her, her wedding entourage. And uh, I have a son-in-law now, so which is kind of cool. Um, she's doing real well. And um, my wife and I have been taking care of her house while she's been gone, which is a little more stress, but it's okay. What we do as parents. So 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit today also about uh, trees and decay and inspections. And we're going to talk a lot about how to find qualified people to help you with your landscape. Because there appears to be a lot of people out there who claim to be experts in the field of the greens industry and frankly have no expertise. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, they they are, are clearly not poor, are very well educated. And lastly, um, they, they, they tell people a lot of things that aren't simply true. So when we talk here today, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, best practices um, in the landscape as well. Four, five, seven, 1290 as we begin this morning's broadcast, and I'm going to begin with uh, a, a bit of a monologue that um, has some real um, um, real life consequences. Um, there is a, a particular person that uh, I have read that has, has had chronic problems in their landscape for a long time. And through soil tests and real life experiences where they will ask for a soil test to be done. And uh, you read the soil test and you make the recommendation. And then, you know, you send the recommendation off to the client to do what they need to do, which is hopefully apply what the science tells us should happen. And then a few years later, they still have more problems and, so they do another soil test. Well, over a five-year period, this one particular person has basically ignored good advice and science and chose not to fertilize their yard very adequately. And I don't know if it's because of money or whatever the reason may be, but they've, they've basically put their landscape in complete peril. Um, their, their levels of phosphorus are so low and potassium are so low that I, I'm surprised that weeds will grow. <laughs> um, and I, I get this thought process to my head is, is why don't you, why you pay me to, to help you. And so why don't you take my advice? And so I'm going to begin this morning's broadcast by saying, the things that we give you here on Garden Talk are rooted in reliable science. They're rooted in reliable facts and data, and they are rooted in a method of means to improve your 
property, improve the plants on your property. And one of the most fundamental, fundamental underlying principles of agriculture as a whole, and that includes agronomy and horticulture and arboriculture, is the uh, knowing how much to fertilize your lawn and landscape. It, you can't just guess. You got a soil test. And those test results should be the guide. They should be the map. They should be the way that you follow the, the care of your landscape. Otherwise, you are going to end up with a nutritional deficiency or nutritional toxicity. And it is paramount. So one of the things you can do in the month of July, and I, and I highly encourage you to do this, if your lawn care provider is not doing soil testing on a regular basis, and that's about every three years or so, on your lawn, and, and, and let me tell you something, every lawn is different. Every yard side to side has different nutritional values than the one next to it. It has been and always will be. If you don't do soil testing, you don't know what you're really applying. Well, more so the way to test that you're getting the adequate nutrition is by a leaf test this time of year. And that's where leaves are collected from plants and they are sent to a laboratory. And then the laboratory comes back and tells us the exact amount of uh, nutrition of the 17 primary things that trees and plants and lawns need is there or not there and at what percentages. It is a vital way, a vital way to really know what you are get what you're paying for. And I would encourage you to do have a, a professional, you know, third party do a leaf test on your lawn or your trees or your landscape this time of year, just to see where you are nutritionally. It pays big bucks, meaning it means that you're going to save money or you're spending the right amount of money. Doesn't that make sense? 457-1290 is the number of the dial. When we come back, I'll give you an updated weather forecast and so much more here on Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers. At Homes for Our Troops, we build specially adapted mortgage-free homes with features like wheelchair access and pull-down cabinets that allow them to focus on their recovery and family. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You know, at one point, you know, it felt like the whole house was shaking, and I assume that's when our roof got ripped off. Through the storm. You need to be in your safe spot now. Through the aftermath. It's just debris everywhere. And through the recovery. He was, you know, of course crying and, you know, kind of traumatized. And here later, he keeps asking about our home and everything. So we told him, uh, it's got knocked down, but everything's going to be okay. We've gone through it all together. Together. 
Unbelievable damage, Larry. And we will continue to get through it together. You looked upstairs and you noticed uh, the bedrooms where uh, your uh, sons were at before you took them downstairs. And to be awfully scary thought when you saw what, uh, the destruction that went through. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton Strong. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Celebrate Independence Day with WHIO Radio as we provide special programming, news, traffic, and weather updates for you and your family. Right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hi, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Another hot day out there will start with temperatures near 70 degrees, climb to about 84 by the noon hour, and a high temperature of 89 degrees. Mostly sunny, hot, and humid. We'll see clouds pop up in the afternoon, and we could see a few scattered showers and storms developing in the afternoon. Those could last into the evening and overnight hours. Early overnight hours, a few of those isolated storms, then clearing up. Tonight's overnight low dropping to 69 degrees. Tomorrow, once again, hot and humid, mostly sunny with a high of 88 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear conditions. We're resting at 72 degrees up at the airport, 71 over in Xenia, 70 in Eaton, 67 at my house. On the station that uh, you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you have a question or want to be part of this morning's broadcast, we do have no less than uh, four lines, a plethora of telephone lines available at uh, 457-1290. And uh, we're going to talk also today about homemade remedies in the garden and about how it's really not a good thing to make up your own homemade remedies sometimes because it can actually cause a lot more damage and harm to your plants than uh, need be. We'll talk about that as well today. And also coming up at the bottom of this hour, we are going to go into the garden um, to talk a little bit about some of the things that you should be doing in the landscape and one of which is we are going to be ta talking about uh, one of my favorite things to talk about, which is bugs and good bugs and bad bugs. Also, when we go in the garden kitchen today, we're going to talk about cherry tomatoes. Yes, yes, I have been picking cherry tomatoes at my house now for two weeks straight. And they are tasting delicious, I have to add. Um, and also today, we're going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to, Bring up a really controversial topic today, Javon. Is is it necessary to spray your yard for mosquitoes? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. I saw some stuff yesterday that just made me want to cry. We're going to talk about uh, is it really necessary to spray your yard for mosquitoes? 457-1290. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is an open line for you. And uh, more so, we're going to be talking about other great stuff. Rich Pearson will be joining us in the next half hour or so. And uh, Randy Tischer will be joining us. And this week, John Scott is off. Uh, so you're going to be stuck with me for a full extra hour there. <laughs> that really, for no, no interruptions in that last hour. Plus, today, we are giving away two prizes. We're giving away a $25 gift card to Nolwood because they're gardeners like you and I. That's right. And we are also going to be giving away, let's see if I get this right. We are going to be giving away some tickets to the Good Guys 22nd PPG National Car Show July 12th through the 14th over at the Ohio Expo Center in Columbus, Ohio. 
So we're giving that away today. So be stay tuned. So I think Javon, we're going to end up doing two what plan I am's doing the wild, crazy stuff that we do here on garden talk four, five, seven, 1290. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is a wide open line for you and I have to connect onto the call screen to make sure to see you. Let's go talk to Nikki. Nikki, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk. <clears throat> good morning. How are you? I'm well, Nikki. How can I help you? I was just wondering, you were talking about uh, the mosquitoes and stuff in the yard. Uh, do you recommend any home, you know, remedies that you can use to spray your yard for like the night for mosquitoes? Like if you're having a a party or barbecue. Um, first, first of all, you do not want to apply pesticides to the general landscape targeting just mosquitoes. Okay. There, um, unfortunately there's companies out there that are selling this stuff. Okay. Where they come in and spray your shrub shrubbery and everything else. And the problem is, is the materials that they're using is, affecting a lot of predatory and beneficial insects in the landscape. Okay. So for example, my neighbor yesterday had some person do this thing. And so I asked them the question, what uh, pesticide are you using? And they answered bifefrin. And I said, well, how's that not going to affect the beneficial insects, for example, lightning bugs, because lightning bugs that during the daytime hours will sleep, so to speak, or, or rest under the leaves of many plants in the garden. And they, they will be killed by, by, by fefrin. So, so the point I'm trying, and this is just example of many, meaning in the world of insects, think of it this way, Nikki. Um, there's about 250,000 pounds of insects for every one of you and I. That's a lot of bugs, right? Right. That's a lot of bugs. But less than 2% of those insects um, pose any harm, any harm whatsoever to you and I. So does it make sense to pull out a howitzer machine gun and shoot everything up just for less than 2%? Right. So the way that we deal with mosquitoes is we get rid of areas of standing water. And if we do have areas of standing water, because that's how this mosquito breeds, it breeds, mosquitoes breed in standing water. So we get rid of the standing water is the first thing we do. The second thing that we can do is there are different biological insecticides called Bacillus thuringiensis that work really well at killing the larvae at a very early stage. So where I'm going with this is there's ways to manage mosquito populations without killing the other good bugs. Because in my house, I like to see lightning bugs in my yard at night. They make me happy. I'm sorry, but I'm a weirdo. Okay, I'm a weirdo. I like lightning bugs. I like my fireflies. But my point is, why kill everything just to kill one thing? Nikki, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling Garden Talk on... 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 630. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this weekend. Looking ahead to 4th of July celebrations throughout the area. Some areas not able to hold them on time this year. More on that coming up. The hot and humid trend has continued in the Miami Valley. I'll let you know when we can finally see some relief. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic. So far, those freeways looking all clear this morning. We are seeing in the last half hour, looks like an accident reported on Springboro Pike. And it is our top story. We're in the Miami Valley. We're still working to recover completely from tornado damages that came with those storms on Memorial Day weekend, a process that still has quite a ways to go. Some areas, in fact, going to press on with Fourth of July celebrations as planned. The Beaver Creek City Manager said it definitely is going to be a unity call to the community as far as rallying around one another. Every holiday after a disaster like that reminds us how precious a community and life is. 
we will be celebrating together, which is vital for this area. WHIO's Monica Castro says other areas such as Trotwood are having to postpone their celebrations. Trotwood postponing theirs until September 27th. To see a full list of when and where celebrations will be happening this year, check out our website, whio.com. Well, President Trump talking with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Japan as part of the G20 summit about trade. The president says for the time being, no tariffs will be lifted on China. We can't have it where the United States loses this kind of money for the privilege of building up China. It has to be a fair deal. On other matters, Mr. Trump hopes to meet North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un for a few minutes on Sunday at the demilitarized zone between the two Koreas. That's Tom Foti with team coverage. In Kettering, a suspicious person called to cops from Dot's Marketplace yesterday leads to a chase. When officers got there, they say the guy ran and had a knife. That's when that officer called for what's known as a Signal 99 for backup. The suspect was arrested, and he and an officer both suffered minor injuries. That's WHIO's Don, John Bedell with team coverage. We're still working to learn that suspect's name. Cops say he could face drug charges. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Mostly sunny skies to start off the day. It's going to be quite warm once again. A high temperature of 89 degrees. That puts the heat index in the low to mid-90s. We do have a chance for a few scattered showers and storms to develop later in the afternoon, and those could even last into the evening and overnight hours. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear so far this morning. Beautiful sunrise out there from our studio on South Main Street in Dayton. It's going to be a warm day, but a pretty one at that. 68 degrees in Troy, 71 in Xenia, 72 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hey everyone, it's Nancy here for my amazing friend Christian Hahn at Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Chris is so busy making great deals. I'm excited. I get to tell you about what's going on in Vandalia. You know, I loved my RAV4 for years. You know that. And when I finally took the plunge on a new Toyota Highlander, I got to experience firsthand that Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai promise. You know, they've got everything you're looking for in a new vehicle, not just Highlanders and RAVs, but they've got Sonatas. They've got Tucson's all in one great location. And if you're looking for pre-owned, well, Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai has over 300 to choose from most with the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you you can shop ahead of time at josephairporttoyota.com or airhyundai.com these vehicles are priced to move great selection great pricing and the ease of doing business that's the joseph airport toyota hyundai promise stop in and see christian yeah you know i guarantee he's probably going to say yes this is how we do every day if you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, oh, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. This is WHIO Radio News Director Brittany Otto. A couple of weeks ago, we reached out to you and asked for $20,000 that could be used to provide fresh food to the victims of the Memorial Day tornadoes. Well, we're proud to let you know that you really came through. We ended up raising over $170,000. Plus, the Cox Foundation has pledged an additional $120,000 to charities helping with the relief as well. There is still time to donate, though. You can go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. And again, thank you from WHIO. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber. A weekly tip to help your garden grow. We know summer is here, and uh, summer is a big test. It really is. It's a test. It's a test if your lawn will survive. It's a test if your lawn will stay green. It's a test if you've done everything right. But let's talk about how to keep that grass looking great all summer long. First of all, your lawn is very susceptible to diseases and insects, particularly in the summer, because it's the heat. 
Because here in Ohio, we grow for the vast majority, we grow cool season grasses. And they're grasses that thrive in cooler temperatures. But when that summer temperature raises like it is right now, your lawn is subject to stress. And that stress can come from improper mowing. That stress can come from improper watering. That stress can come from improper fertility. And also that stress can come from traffic. Keep in mind during the summer months, you need to mow your yard high. Don't cut it short. In fact, make sure that your mowing typically is at three to three and a half inches in height. The higher the lawn, the higher the grass, the less likelihood that that crown will be damaged by the rays of the sun. And more so, that plant will retain more water and have a deeper root system. If you cut it too short, you cut its roots too short because the roots will literally shorten to the length of the mower blade. Watering. Watering is important. If you don't get about an inch to inch and a half every five to seven days, it's best to water or stay off your lawn. But more so, if you do water, water between the hours of 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. No afternoon watering, no evening watering. Again, no afternoon watering and no evening watering. If you water in the afternoon, if you water in the evening, you put your your lawn to bed wet. And if you put your bed your lawn bed to bed wet, it's very likely it will become susceptible to fungi. Also, if things get dry and your and your turf turns brown, stay off of it. You can damage a lawn by working in the lawn on the lawn when it's dry. Use these tips and have a successful lawn, but most important, remember also nutrition is incredibly important. We've had one of the wettest springs on record. Many lawns are heavily depleted related to phosphorus and potassium. So if proper timings with fertilizers are really important to keep that lawn to thick and green for this summer and for the summers to come. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, we would love to hear your voices at 457-1290 and up on the horticultural hotline. We are joined by the one, the only, Richmond Pearson from over in Springfield. Good morning, Richmond. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> I tell you what, it's been one of those weeks where all the crazies are coming out, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're always there. They're just, you know, like <laughs> showing up. I'm going to tell you, like, the classic was uh, this, this the, on, the, on like the day that Mel was getting married, this guy's in a panic and he's calling my office because he got cited by the city of Dayton because he let his hedge grow too big and he needed to be pruned. And I said, well, we'll get, we'll, we'll go by. I need you to come right, right now, right now. <laughs> and, uh, no, wow. we're not coming right now. There's a really important thing happening today. Couldn't be more important in my situation. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we know that hedge rich didn't grow overnight. Exactly. Yes. We know that you've ignored that condition for a long time. So, Richmond, uh-huh. tell us about your blog post this week. And by the way, it is Fred's birthday today. Do you see that? I saw that. Yeah. Wow, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> we love Fred. Fred's Fred's Fred is a perennial garden garden talk groupie, so he <laughs> he but the funny thing is about Fred is he actually texted me about an hour before I walked Mel down the aisle in the part when I was getting really emotional about stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he texted me and he and it really like made me smile, so I quit being so emotional about things. <laughs> But one would ask, why were you on your phone while you're at such an important event? I heard a buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Fred's just 59 years. I'm young today. He's not that old. Yeah. (laughs) Really isn't. 
I mean, I'm, 50, I'm, 50, I'm I'll be 59 in September. I mean, I'm December. I'm young. Oh, you guys are such kids. You're just kids. We're young guys, man. That's right. <laughs> All right, Rich, tell us what you think. Anyway, yes, sir. So, yeah, um, this kind of dovetails with what you just had to say about lawns and how you know this ridiculously record-breaking wet spring that we've had right and all the rain all the moisture and relatively cooler temperatures um while it's been pretty good for you know trees to grow and everything although some trees have have had uh unusually heavy uh disease pressures like sycamores we have i have a big sycamore in my backyard it just finally set its full canopy right because of uh anthracnose on the leaves and I'm also already getting uh, questions about uh, specific issues in that that are going to be common in most people's landscapes. If you're doing vegetable gardening, particularly, you need to get out there and and really pay close attention. Uh, tomatoes are starting to show a pretty heavy infestation, depending on site, of uh, two different leaf spots that very often people overlook them until they are rolling along so well. That control is difficult, right. uh, and that's and they look about the same. There's septoria leaf spot, which actually appears as little brownish or blackish dots all over the uh, top and, mm-hmm. and bottom of the leaves, and the other one is early blight, which is uh, more irregular, and those are just like actually spreading dead spots on the foliage. Uh, they both appear about the same time. They'll start at the bottom of the plant and infest those leaves, and that's where people don't tend to look at their tomato plants very much. And then from there, just from splash, from rainfall or overhead watering, uh, it moves up into the plant, and it can defoliate the plant. It'll compromise uh, flower and fruit production, and in a heavy, heavy infestation, it could warrant pulling the plants out and destroying them. So the trick is to get busy on it now. And, and I'm uh, also going to make a mention too, Rich, on on, on septoria, septorial leaf spot as well is early blight. I believe also there's some nutritional gateway stuff goes on with those, meaning if you have plants that are in soils that have been leached out with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. he- heavy rains like we've had, um, mm-hmm. which we're seeing this in turf right now. I mean, my God, it, the amount of de- depletion in some of these lawns is to the point of nauseam. But oh yeah, it, it, it's important to realize that you very well may need to be supplementing some of these plants with some slow-release fertilizers uh, mm-hmm. because these plants need nutrition. And if you mm-hmm. grow them in pots and containers, keep in mind, even though it may tell you you only have to feed once, I'm going to tell you you need to feed again. Because a lot of times oh, yeah. when you're watering every day, like I grow my tomatoes in 28-gallon pots, and I probably give them 15, 20 gallons of water a day, I can tell you that fertilizer goes right down through it every day I water. So, Yep. And the benefit to there also is those containers, I, I know on your part, have drainage in the bottom. Yep. Uh, it's important. People, some there's some folks that think it's a big pot. I don't need to worry about drainage. Oh yes, you do because yeah. with the rain. Um, I just recently saw a container that we're hoping it didn't kill the plants in the top of it, but uh, I stuck my finger in it to test for for dryness, and I went through t- about an inch of water on the top of the surface. Well, you know what? I killed the mandevilla this spring. I had a mandevilla that had a pot that I thought had holes in the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and uh, it look, had two whole, fairly good-sized holes. It wasn't enough, and the potting soil got lodged in there in a way it blocked the drainage. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I killed it. I mean, you, I killed the plant, Rich. Um, oh, I am going to have to report this to the uh, <laughs> my protective services. You know? <laughs> But the point being, though, is is I assume that it had aqua drainage when when it really didn't, and 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 I've lost the plant. I've got to replant and do a little work that way. Everything else looks great, but uh, it's 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 a reality. Um, mm-hmm. And and Rich, I also want to share too with our listeners that don't be afraid to go out and do a little bit of deadheading this time of year um, in right. the, in the garden with your annuals, particularly your flowering annuals and your perennials. You'll lengthen the bloom bloom cycle and more so you're going to end up with a much colorful landscape 
Like right now, my zinnias are absolutely stunning. Um, but I am out there about once a week, you know, clipping off the deadheads so that they can continue to bloom. And also, if you're trying to establish perennials that you planted this spring, it's a real good thing to disbud them. Don't allow them to flower, at least for a while. And that will mm-hmm. shove a lot more roots into the ground. Otherwise, um, that would be taken away from the energy in the flower formation. And another benefit to the deadheading, too, and this is back to disease, I have uh, several pots of zonal geraniums. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, I just went through and I, I took almost every budstock flower cluster, and then there were some, some dead, uh, some spent stems on them. I, I just stripped them clean because even on the stalks that were just starting to bloom, I was seeing botrytis on the flowers, and that's another consequence of this extreme weather. Um, and this is another part of the the first steps in controlling those diseases is hygiene. Right. You go in and you remove any sign of the disease. And I did that a week ago with the geraniums. They're already coming back into bloom. So it it's hard for people to do that, but it is overall in the best interest of the plant and with your tomatoes after you do a cleanup of that uh, diseased foliage and either burn it or or bag it up and throw it away then put a fungicide on that is recognized as as a competent fungicide based on your (laughs) if if folks are uh, if folks are organic in their approach to gardening there are there registered are products to use. Yes. Right. Don't, right. Homemade remedies are dangerous. Yeah. Don't, oh, my goodness. Don't, I, and I, then I, there's, I, I steal my thunder, Rich. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm foreshadowing. You're gonna, I know you're going to get to that one. <laughs> yeah, I will. I, I, in fact, I, I need to. we need to go in the garden kitchen because I've been picking, by the way, I've been picking cherry tomatoes at my house now for two weeks. Well, we've got green ones, but uh, we're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> mine, mine are delicious. So, Rich, as always, thank you. I must go because we must go into the garden kitchen. All righty then. Take care, my friend. You well, too. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's in the Garden Kitchen, and I've been picking them now. I'm happy to report for two weeks. Two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, and that is the exquisite, the delicious cherry tomato you know this is a round small small fruited tomato thought to be an indeterminate genetic type intermixed with the what they call the wild current type of tomato with the domesticated tomato as well cherry tomatoes range in size from the thigh size of your thumbnail up to the size of a golf ball can be spherical can be oblong although they're usually red you can get them in yellow and green and even black varieties that do exist and more uh, even oblique varieties shaped like plums i think cherry cherry tomatoes are a wonderful wonderful snack it is believed that cherry tomatoes go all the way back to aztec mexico somewhere around the 15th century the first tomatoes ever cultivated and brought into europe were the yellow tomato the yellow cherry tomato around the 16th century, and they became extremely popular in the United States around the year 1919. This year's, this week's <laughs> In the Garden Kitchen is the Cherry Tomato. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457 457- 1290. We're going to take a quick coffee break, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls. There's a plethora, numerous lines available at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. We'll talk to you soon after this on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talks. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Rumor versus fact, which would you like to know? 
Don't fall victim to the rumors. Learn the facts about your pension and what you can do to protect it from unexpected or unannounced changes. As an associate, you need to learn the facts. Go visit Mike Martinez, president of the Pension Group. When unexpected events happen, it could cost you thousands of dollars of your hard-earned money. Mike Martinez can help prevent this from happening to you. At the Pension Group, they can help you better understand your pension options. For more than two decades, they've helped thousands of individuals just like you make informed pension decisions. Don't procrastinate. Call now to set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Mike Martinez and the team at the Pension Group, 937-669-7094. That's 937-669-7094. Don't face the rumors alone. Get the facts. Call 937-669-7094. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an affiliation with American Honda. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You know, at one point, you know, it felt like the whole house was shaking, and I assume that's when our roof got ripped off. Through the storm. You need to be in your safe spot now. Through the aftermath. It's just debris everywhere. And through the recovery. He was, you know, of course crying and, you know, kind of traumatized. And here later, he keeps asking about our home and everything. So we told him, uh, it got knocked down, but everything's going to be okay. We've gone through it all together. Together. Unbelievable damage, Larry. And we will continue to get through it together. You looked upstairs and you noticed uh, the bedrooms where uh, your uh, sons were at before you took them downstairs. Had to be awfully scary thought when you saw what, uh, the destruction that went through. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton Strong. Summertime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Springfield to Trotwood and Tip City to Xenia, keeping your family safe is our number one goal. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 after the weather. I want to tell you about some scholarship money that's out there. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's check out the updated weather's forecast from News Center 7. Another hot day out there will start with temperatures near 70 degrees, climb to about 84 by the noon hour, and a high temperature of 89 degrees. Mostly sunny, hot, and humid. We'll see clouds pop up in the afternoon, and we could see a few scattered showers and storms developing in the afternoon. Those could last into the evening and overnight hours. Early overnight hours, a few of those isolated storms, then clearing up. Tonight's overnight low dropping to 69 degrees. Tomorrow, once again, hot and humid, mostly sunny with a high of 88 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 uh, radar shows clear conditions. We've got uh, pleasant 72 degrees. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, when you have morning temps that are above 70 degrees, it is the perfect, perfect, perfect incubation chamber for turf grass diseases. So remember, water between 4 a.m. and 10 a.m., no afternoon watering and no evening watering to keep your, your turf relatively fungus-free. The current scan of the radar shows 72 up at the airport, 73 in Springboro, 68 at my house. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and Javon's excellent producing, Twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's news and talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for twenty four hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends. Twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's news and talk. See, Javon, I I wanted to make you feel good this morning. Okay, it's a beautiful day. I had to make everybody feel good. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the Ohio chapter ISA has a scholarship program that. Um, 
I've been part of the Ohio chapter for a long, long time, and our goal is to assess, assist people and individuals and, and improve their ability to become professional um, arborists and improve their development in higher education in the field of arboriculture. And the chapter every year gives out no less than uh, a, a numerous, we give away four $750 scholarships for folks to become certified arborists. Um, we give away two $500 scholarships for people that are working on professional development. And if you are a traditional student, if you're studying like forestry or horticulture or some of those allied fields, there are three $1,000 scholarships that are available. The deadline for this, I believe, is July 1. And July 1 is not too far away. Go to the Ohio chapter isa.org to fill out your application and get it sent in. Um, I think last year there was almost $3,000 or $4,000 that never got claimed um, because people didn't you know, put in an application. It's an absolute, um, if you were a rig or tree guy working in Dayton, Ohio, or an our, our landscaper, and you want to raise the bar of your professionalism, become a certified arborist. Apply. For one of these scholarships, it's, it, you can do it. You just hard have to study hard and work hard. I mean, life comes from value of life comes from those types of values. So go to howchapterisa.org and uh, get yourself signed up for these scholarships because time is running out. Four five seven twelve ninety. Also, let's get into the nitty gritty of stuff. Also, in the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to Jesse Mack is going to. Mag is going to stop by and we're going to talk about weather. We're going to talk about also is using baking soda a homemade remedy? Is it a good thing to be using for a fungicide application in your landscape, particularly for your vegetables? I'm going to give you some analysis that you're not going to get many other places. I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, and the evil of baking soda being used in the landscape. Plus, we want to hear from you next hour at 457-1290. There's no less than two of four open lines. And we're also going to do a What Plan I Am next hour. So stay tuned because good stuff is just on the radio horizon as well. Don't forget also during the week, if you need help with your yard, your garden, your landscape, your trees, I um, mean, you need expert advice. You can call my office at area code 937-835-3381 or check our company website out at www.weber2bswebberlandscaping.com. Well, that'll wrap it up. For hour number one, off to the radio archives to be stored for prosperity and for anybody else that wants to listen to Garden Talk um, in the future. Two more hours lie ahead. Go get yourself a cup of coffee, and we're going to have one ourselves and get ready to do what we do best with us. Help you have the best landscape and garden ever here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.